For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we're covering interruptions to air conditioning at the Center for Jewish Life, upcoming Poe Field construction, the apprehension of a suspect in the shooting of Ralph Jarl, and updates on the violence in Sudan. It's Wednesday, April 19th. Last night, the data team at The Daily Princetonian got to work putting together the senior survey for the great class of 2023. We spoke with the co-head data editor, Elaine Huang, to learn more about the process and what's new for this year's survey. Hi, my name is Elaine Huang and I'm one of the co-head data editors. Can you tell us a little bit about this year's senior survey? Yeah, so this year's senior survey is going to be more exciting, more different from years past. We have a completely new design for our upcoming web project and we've been changing a lot of the questions to be more relevant to the current year. What kind of questions have you added to be more current? One of the biggest questions is, have you ever used ChatGPT for an assignment in a way that violates the honor code? Um, This has been a hot topic of discussion for the year, um, especially with classes such as computer science and humanities classes warning students of not using ChatGPT to write papers or code. And did you take anything off the survey this year that was there in previous years? The most notable section that we got rid of was COVID. Um, Now that we're in 2023, we decided to use that space to add more questions instead of asking the same um, booster shots, um, COVID questions. Okay, what would you say your favorite new question is? The most interesting one so far has been, do you use a scooter or bike on campus? Um, The survey shows that only 5.5% of survey response use a scooter, contrary to what people may believe. Um, We will be crossing that with athlete status, so stay tuned. In campus news, the Center for Jewish Life staff have been suffering from a construction-related air conditioning shutdown. Last week's Passover celebrations coincided with temperatures that reached up to the high 80s, causing discomfort for CJL staff who had to work through the heat. Air conditioning has been temporarily turned off and is not expected to be turned on until May 15th as a result of nearby construction, but temporary measures have been put in place to keep the building cool. The university has provided fans for use throughout the facility. Dining hall staff also set up outdoor seating for Shabbat dinner last Friday to escape indoor temperatures that reached 84 degrees. Executive Director of the CJL Rabbi Gil Steinlauf mentions that Quote, our dining hall staff is an incredible group of hardworking people who deserve tremendous appreciation. He added that, quote, we are also particularly grateful to our students for adapting to the situation. In more construction news, the university has announced that a construction project on Poe Field will begin after this year's reunions and is expected to take, quote, more than a year. University spokesperson Michael Hotchkiss wrote to the Prince that the project will include an underground stormwater detention system to support the University Health Services project and the upcoming Schmidt Hall project. Hotchkiss stated that it, quote, is not feasible to not only have construction on Poe Field over the summer, many club sports teams, including Princeton Ultimate Frisbee, are concerned that the closure of the field will affect practices, recruitment, and general experience. Alex Baruti stated that it will be, quote, a lot harder for us to get new people to join our club. Just having those pickup games be visible brought a lot of our team to the game of Ultimate. In national news, last Thursday, 16-year-old Ralph Jarl, a black teenager residing in Kansas City, was allegedly shot twice by an 84-year-old white man when Jarl arrived at the wrong address to pick up his siblings at approximately 10 p.m. Yesterday, the suspected perpetrator turned himself in to Missouri authorities and provided a conflicting story to the one Jarl had given to the police while in the hospital. Zachary Thompson, the Clay County prosecuting attorney, noted a racial component to this shooting. 
though the suspected perpetrator will be charged with assault in the first degree instead of a hate crime as the assault charge holds a more serious sentence. Carl is expected to make a full recovery. Violence continues in Sudan, as yesterday, gunmen reportedly stormed the homes of people working for international organizations, including the United Nations, in the capital of Sudan, Khartoum. According to an internal UN document, the gunmen sexually assaulted women and stole property, including cars. The UN had been calling for Sudan's armed forces and the rapid support forces to end hostilities, but there is uncertainty around whether any peace agreements made will be upheld. An hour after a 24-hour truce went into effect, heavy gunfire was heard in live feeds by Al Arabia television news channel. Students at the University of Khartoum have been trapped inside campus buildings for over three days as resources run low. After four days of fighting, at least 270 people have been killed and more than 2,600 have been injured. Today, it will be sunny with a high of 64 and a low of 42. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Philip Wang, Carrie Liang, Zach Lee, and me. Sound engineered by Vitus LaRue and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. Have a wonderful day.